no matter where you are today, you've probably, you've probably suffered in the same way we've all felt the crisis on our hands. And we've suffered the loss of loved ones. We've suffered the loss of friends. And, you know, nothing can replace the loss that we feel. Nothing can replace the grieving that we're going through at the moment. But I just want to encourage you today for those that are still around, for those that are still here, still standing. We woke up this morning. That's amazing. Just to be grateful for being around. Eh? Just be grateful. Just be grateful and be thankful for being here today. That's what counts today. We're here. We're still standing. And we've got to make life happen. We've got to make life for our family and for, our, for ourselves. So be grateful and be thankful for today. So what have you been up to? What have you been getting up to? Today we're going to talk about um, how to find your message. How to find your, what I call it, the differentiator. Many times we've, we've, we've talked about the um, USP, the U unique selling proposition. That's talked about in business schools and everywhere else, yeah? And how we're going to solve someone's problem and what makes us unique in that. But I, I believe that we all make a contribution to the world. We all make elements and no one man, no one person can change the whole world. It's the summation of contributions from every individual that walks the earth. No matter how small it is, no matter how minute it may seem, it's contributions that brings change to the world. That's why network marketing love talking about the duplication effect in their business, where it's not just one person providing all the sales, but it's a, a thousand people providing a hundred pounds worth of sales, as opposed to one person trying to do a million on their own. So we're talking about your contribution and how to differentiate that from others. So we have, there are consultants, there are business people, there are, there are um, coaches. There are so many different people in the space doing close enough what we could classify as the same thing or working in the same niche. And you wonder sometimes, how do you then stand out from that crowd? How do you stand out from everyone else so that people remember you? Now, the one guy that comes to mind all the time when I when I when I like, I think about this was um, is a guy by the name of Tony Robbins. Yeah, no, I I um I remember one day someone said to me, "You remind me of Tony Robbins." I think, what? We might remind you of Tony Robbins. So I happened to go to UPW one year, unleash the power within, and it was an exciting, an exciting event. And I thought, my my God. We do this every Sunday at church. <laughs> That's what exactly what I thought. But you know, when you're in the presence of Tony Robbins and his show and his production, he stands on stage and he commands that stage. He commands, he commands every person in the audience to participate in what he's doing. You can't go there and sit and fold your hands and think you're not participating. No, when you go to his show, you are in the midst of his immersion and he ignites the crowd and he immerses himself throughout the whole audience. People get so excited. People are reduced to tears. People are, are going through all the emotions in one go, in one event. It's amazing. 
The other guy that comes to mind is a, is a, is a, is a bishop by the name of Bishop T.D. Jakes. And again, when you go into his presence, very theatrical, very theatrical the way he speaks, very dramatic the way he speaks. He stands in the crowd and he raises his presence and, and, and he invokes something in the crowd. He invokes their humanity. He invokes their spirit. Well, the, our guys will call it the Holy Spirit, of course. But the two events are so different. But the two gentlemen, when they stand to perform, when they stand to do their thing, they ignite the crowd. There's no mistake about it. There is no mistake about what they do and what they came to do. And so those guys have crafted their craft for the last 30 years of their life. They've been around and they know who they are. They know what they're delivering and they know what they've got to bring to the world, their contribution to make to the world. So there's no doubt about what they're bringing and their message. It's very clear when you go there in their presence. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to be Bishop T.D. Jakes or Tony Robbins. What I'm saying is that you have something that's unique to you that needs to be unleashed. Yeah, you've got your own power. You've got something about you that makes you different. Now, let's think about this. There is a, a concept called um, Blue Ocean Thinking. There's a book called Blue Ocean Thinking. You should get that book. It's a very great, very good book. In Blue Ocean Thinking, it talks about seeing the marketplace as either blue or red. If it's red, you're in competition with all the other people around you in the same niche. And so all you see are red sharks coming to take your fish, coming to take what you have. And when you see red fish, when you see sharks, what are you going to do? You're going to kill them. You're going to try and kill the sharks, yes? That's what you're going to do. You're going to try and kill the sharks. But if you don't see them as sharks and you see them as blue ocean, blue, uh, you see it as blue ocean, with blue ocean thinking, it's that there is every, there's, there's enough in the sea for everybody. Everybody's different. Everybody brings something different to the table and there's no competition. With blue ocean thinking, you're in a category of number one. So... I'm in the category of number one because no one else can be Alex Gordon. No one else can even dare to try and be Alex Gordon. But we have many business owners and many, many individuals who get into a, um, a kind of mindset of thinking they've got to be someone like someone else. So they try something. They buy a course. They buy something that says this is the way to do things. And then they try it. They learn a new method. And they're trying to impose on themselves someone else's methodology for the way they deliver their service or what they've got to the marketplace. So today we're talking about how to find your message, your message to the world, your contribution to the world. Find what you have, find what you've got. But before I start breaking it down, let me just play something. I've been testing something, yeah? I've been testing something on Instagram. And I'm not, I'm not sure if it's so successful yet, but I've been testing something. I, I want you just to have a taste of it. Will you humor me today? Okay, let me just play this for you.
I've been putting together for Instagram. You know, I've been diving into Instagram. You know, touching another another stream of marketing. So I try to put that together, put it out there, and see the effect of what it has. So, what do you think about it? Do you like it? Uh, does it sound good? Does it? Uh, what do you think? What do you think? You know, we've got to try different things. We've got to push ourselves out there. We, we, we've got to be different, as I said. Differentiate yourself from everyone else. And so you try different things. So how do we find your message? How do we find what you have? How do we find what you have to give in this world that we live in? How do you find? So let me dive into this. Now, about several years ago, well, about 10 years ago now, I wrote a book called What Is Your Dream? And in the book, here it is, yeah, What Is Your Dream? Yeah, I'm an author as well. Hey, good. I identified seven types of personalities. And I want to just read through those personalities with you, all right? So, number one, we have the dreamer. Who is the dreamer? The dreamer is the visionary, the person driving the vision of the organization. Number two, we have the realist. Bring things back down to earth. The realist is kind of a pessimist. They see the downside of everything. Then we have the expert who has the knowledge needed for key areas. That's number three. Number four, we have the achiever. Stretches the team, driven by goals. Number five, we have the, I call it the, the motivator before, but what I meant was the missionary. The missionary and the motivator keeps people on track on purpose. Not driven by money, but by the purpose of what the organization set out. And number six, we have the enthusiast. Keeps everyone flowing together. And number seven, we have the regulator. Keeps abreast of all quality measures and monitor all areas of production, all areas of the service that's being delivered. Well, what I say, quality control. So that was in my book called What Is Your Dream? Now, if you're running an organization and if you're running a business, you need the contribution of all of those seven areas. You need the dreamer. You need the realist. You need the expert. You need all of these people to help you contribute what you've got to deliver. Now, you may not have them on staff in the organization. You may have them as key partners, or you may have them as, as people that you've outsourced work to, or they may just be contributing, contributing to you on a voluntary basis because you know you can't pay everybody for what they do because of you know you just started. So wherever you are. You need the contributions of all these different people to help you deliver what you deliver. Now, I remember some time ago reading a book called E-Myth. And in E-Myth, it talks about people being very good at particular areas of what they do. And then they start a business based on that one particular area. So I was a good technician I was a good uh, a good bookkeeper then, yeah? So I started a bookkeeping business. Or I, I was good at just taking photographs. So I started a photography business. When you do, when you do that, it doesn't mean that you'll be great at running the business. You're a technician that was very good at one particular area of what you did as a speciality. Then what happens when you launch yourself into a business now, you need more than just being a technician. You need those seven areas of contribution 
in order to be successful, in order to deliver the service that you deliver. You cannot just be the technician in the business. You have to pull yourself back and look at the whole business because now you're driving everything. You're driving everything. You're driving production. You're driving service. You're driving customer service. You're driving accounting. You're driving strategy. You cannot just be driven down in one particular task of what you're doing inside your business. Now, once you've done that and you can cater for all the different tasks in the business, then hopefully you can raise your head to differentiate yourself. Because you can't differentiate yourself with just the task that you perform. No, you can't. That one task is not going to grow your business or make it very successful. You've got to raise your head in the marketplace and people see you. And when they see you, they think, ah, oh, that's who that guy is. So when, when you mention when you mention Tony Robbins in some areas, people start, they're just caught up with emotions because he's a great motivator, great speaker, great coach. Guys pay him millions of dollars just to speak to him. Millions of dollars just to speak to him. If you go into the, the Christian arena, you talk about T.D. Jakes. Everyone knows him. Because in that arena, in that niche, he stands out. He stands out. And so in your niche, how are you going to stand out? How are you going to differentiate yourself from everyone else in the marketplace? How are you going to do that? Now, I have something for you. And I, I did create something. I did put something together. And I thought this was unique. Because when we talk about your message, what are we talking about? The word message is talking about your announcement. Yes? Your announcement to the world. The world's got to hear you. The world's got to hear who you are. So you're making an announcement to the world. And when you make that announcement, you want the world to stand up and take notice, don't you? You want everyone to hear. You want people to be clear about your message coming out. But that message has to be so unique that people remember it for who you are and for what they do. So write down on a piece of paper right now. Right now, get a piece of paper. Now you thought you were just going to listen to me and not do any work. Okay, no, no, no. Just get a pen, a pen in your hand and write on a piece of paper right now three things that make you different. What makes you different? from everyone else okay you can say it's your skin tone yeah you probably do you've got a different color yeah but yeah but what the size of your mouth okay yeah you're looking at my mouth thinking yeah he's got a big mouth got a loud voice yes size of my teeth hey i don't care where you think just write three things down about what makes you different from other people what makes you different right now just write three things down on a piece of paper you done that okay so if you were to ask someone close to you about three things that made you different from everyone else, do you think they'd give the same answer that you've written down on a piece of paper? The chances are that it, they might, but the chances are they may not, unless you've had a discussion with them before, because the way they see you is not the way you see yourself. It's different perspectives all around. Someone sees you in a different ways. Three or, three or four people will see you in different ways from how you are right now. And you see yourself in a different way. But we want you to, from your message, make an announcement to the world. We want to make an announcement from where? Well, remember when I was talking about um, Tony Robbins. You go to a Tony Robbins event. 
and suddenly you're ignited, the crowd's ignited, they're electric and they're shouting and they're clapping and they're running around the room. The next minute, they're standing up and bearing their heart and bearing their souls. They're in tears, crying their hearts out. You go to somewhere like a T.D. Jakes event and he's speaking and suddenly people are crying. People, people are, are, are feeling something. They can't explain it, but they're, they're feeling something. And there's what there's a move of the spirit in the church world. You know, it's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. But two different events in two different niches with very similar experiences where humanity, the soul of humanity is touched by what the speakers are saying. The soul of humanity are touched by the contribution of these guys and how connected to what they are to their message, to their core message. And you can't underestimate what they're doing or underestimate what they're saying, but all you know is that there is an experience that the audience are going to take away from those two settings and it's going to impact their lives forever. Some may go back, some may not. I remember when I went to Tony Robbins, I met a guy there and he said, he told me that he'd been, a, this was his fourth time he'd been to a UPW. Fourth time to UPW, did the firewalk, got burnt the first time, went back a second time, did it again. But he was just, he just loved the experience. And so these guys provide an experience for the audience when they come and they walk away transformed. Transfixed at first by what's happening, but transformed. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not saying that you're Tony Robbins. I'm not saying that you're Bishop T.D. Jakes. What I'm saying is that when people come into your presence, when people connect with you, when people experience your service, there must be something that you're going to say and do that they're going to remember. They're going to remember for life. They're going to remember. They're going to tell their friends about it. They're going to tell their friends, wow, you need to check this guy out. He's amazing. You're going to ch check this guy because the way he served the oranges, the way he served the vegetables, <laughs> the way he cut the meat, <laughs> his, his, his persona was so different. His smiles were so different. There has got to be something about you that helps you to differentiate yourself. So let me go into it now. I've got something here for you. So let's 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 see. So get your notepad out. And let's find this now. Here we go. So I've got a, 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 a something I've created here. Yep. And it comes from your message. Uh, what I call it is the mess framework. All right. It's the mess framework. I'm copywriting this, guys. All right. I'm copywriting this. This is what I call the mess framework. In the mess framework, we have an announcement that's coming from what I call your soul. Why I call it your soul? I said to you, when, when you go to an event like T.D. Jakes or Anthony Robbins, you gain, you have an experience that's touching your whole being. It ignites and touches your soul. So I'm saying that you have a contribution to make to the world that's going to touch the souls of other people. You're going to connect with them on such a level that they're never going to forget you. So here it is. I call it the mess framework. So in your past, you've got memories. You've got some memories in your past, some that are joyful, some that are painful. Now you're making an announcement to the world and you're, you're opening up yourself to allow people to hear what you've got to say. 
So you, you have some joyful experiences that you may want to share. You have some painful experiences that you may, you may want to share. But what people are looking for is your authentic word. And your authentic word comes from what's happened to you. What's happened to you? So you have the memories, the joyful memories and the painful memories. And then the next thing you have are events that's taken place in your life. Events that are transformational, events that are like threatening. There are events that's happened in your life that's happened along your way that, that you've experienced that have left an imprint in your brain, an imprint in what I call the, the neurons in your mind, the, the, the neurological path to your brains have been etched with what's happened at these events. It's either been transformational, it's either been life-threatening. We've heard stories of people who have accidents and they, they, they jump out of their bodies and they're standing over their bodies and they, they see their bodies, they, they can see themselves as though they were dead for a couple of minutes or mm. seconds or whatever. These are experiences that people have shared. So you have events that are either transformational or life-threatening that you want to bring out to the world. Then we have the struggle. What is a struggle? The struggle can either be internal or external. There's a struggle for where you try to move from A to B. There's a struggle to try and change your approach there's a struggle to try and change your attitude there's a struggle for you to be the person you are today there's an internal struggle and there's an external struggle the internal struggle is you fighting yourself with your daily habits about what you do and how you do things the discipline that's a struggle for you internally externally the struggle might be physical it might be someone else it might be other people affecting the way you do things, affecting the way you behave, but it's still a struggle. Those are the things that people want to know about. And then the next S we have is what I call self-sabotage. The self-sabotage, the doubt, the fear that's going on in your mind, the, the negative self-talk. Do you know there's something called ads? Automatic negative thoughts that we have every day. And for it is said that for one negative thought that you have, you have to have at least 17 positive thoughts just to wipe out that one negative thought, that one negative plant in your brain. You need at least 17 positive ones. And so in self-sabotage, you're experiencing your own self-talk, your doubts and your fears, and your own self-talk, talking, talking you out of. Have you ever met people who... They will say something to you now and they will they will they will they will say they'll make a promise to do something. And within two minutes, they will talk themselves out of doing that. By the time they keep talking, they will list every objection and every reality that's in their life that's going to stop them from doing what they just promised you in the first place. And what you hear is a self-sabotage, the negative thought talking them, putting themselves away from what they're doing. Now, that's what you want to tell people about. 
People want to know what's going on in your head. People want to know what's going in your mind. People want to know what got you from A to B. What was the internal conflict that you experienced, the self-sabotaging ways that you had while you were on your journey? So that's the S. And then we have E for the experience. What did I say earlier? Tony Robbins and T.D. Jakes provides an experience. They tell you the stories, you hear other people's stories, and they participate. The audience participate in the presentation as well, and they listen. But at the end result is they provide one experience that you will never forget, an experience that reduces you to tears, an experience that reduces you, that triggers all your emotions triggers all your emotions, all your experiences, you're sensing it. That experience, when you talk to someone, when you speak, when you make yourself different from everyone else, you wanna know that people walk away with an experience that is transformational, an experience that's gonna change their lives, an experience that's so unique, which is, what in the book called Blue Ocean Thinking, you're now in the category of number one. What is that category? The category is the experience that you've provided your audience with. They will never forget you. They will buy from you because of what you've made them feel, because of how you've made them feel, because of what you've made them think about themselves, because of how you've approached them through your message. So today, I want you to tap into your mess. I want you to tap into your memories. I want you to tap into the events that's happened in your life. I want you to tap into the struggle that you've experienced. I want you to tap into the self-sabotage that you've sabotaged yourself with. I want you to tap into the, ex the experience is the result. That is it. The experience is the result. So by you delving into all these different areas of your life to speak to your audience, you allow them to experience you in such a way that they have never experienced you before. And when you walk away, they walk away thinking, this is an amazing person. This is an amazing person. But you can't do this on your own. See, you can't be in the business doing everything, doing all the bits and mechanics of things and be able to think like this at the same time. You can't. It's impossible. Because your brain, you can only, you can, your brain can only take so many neurological pathways being wired to it all at the same time. You need those seven key areas of people around you. You need, you're the dreamer, you're the visionary, you're the one casting the vision for your business, you're the one casting the vision for what you do. You need the realist to help you Bring you back down to work and some of your ideas, oh, that might not work, but you're still going to push ahead. Then you've got the enthusiast. You've got the enthusiast, the expert. Then you've got the achiever, the motivator, the missionary, the enthusiast, and the regulator. You need all these people to help you to operate at your highest level. Help you operate at your highest level. Help you to take your mess out of yourself. Okay, so now let's just go to our sponsor for a word.
You are listening to the Message Talk Show and Podcast. Do you believe you have something to share? Do you believe you have something to contribute? Do you have a story to tell the world, to share with your community? Gandhi said, man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So join us on the Message Talk Show and Podcast with host Alex Gordon. So let me share a story with you, myself. I remember this like it was yesterday, but this is over 10 years ago. It was a Monday morning. This Monday morning wasn't like any other Monday morning. I went into work and I sat at my desk. And on my way into work, I felt I knew that something had to give, something had to change. Something had to change my the dynamics by which I was working because I was no longer feeling fulfilled. I was no longer feeling that this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I walked into the office, sat at my desk. Now, on a normal Monday morning, I would bounce into the office, walk around the office and say, hi, how you doing? How are you? And I would greet all 40 members of staff. I'd greet all 40 members of staff, find out what was going on in their lives, what they did on the weekend. And everybody would walk away. Wow, that was great talk with Alex. But this Monday morning, I didn't do that. I walked into the office and closed my door, sat at my desk. I put my hands on my head and thought, is this it? Can you imagine me sitting there going, is this it? Now, my God, is this it? I don't know what you've been experiencing, but have you ever arrived at a moment in your life when you think, is this it? Is this the sum total of my life? And I sat there. Now, I didn't know what was going on in the background around about 45 minutes later i got a call the phone rang the finance director summoned me to the boardroom um going to the boardroom thinking what's why am i going to the boardroom this time of day all the reports are done there's nothing left to go out why am i seeing the fd this time you know what's going on so i walked into the boardroom Smile on my face, sat down. FD said to me, Alex, are you okay? Are you all right? Smile as usual, said, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's great. He told me some random story. I can't remember the story he told me, <laughs> but he was just waffling. But the one thing that got me a bit suspicious was this was the FD talking to me. On his own, he was very nervous. He was very nervous having this conversation. And for a bit, for a company that had an HR department, there was no HR person in the room. So, you know, that got me a bit suspicious, thinking, what's happening here? However, within probably about five minutes of waffling, he turned to me. And the words I heard in my head was, you're fired. <laughs> Those are the words I heard in my head. Alex, you're fired. Those are the words I heard in my head. Well, that wasn't what actually actually he said, but those are the words I heard in my head. Alex, you're fired. What he actually said was, Alex, we're letting you go. Right, that's time of the year, and we feel it's time we need to let you go. And I just smiled. He saw my smile, and he said, Alex, are you okay? Is everything all right? Is everything all right with you, Alex? And I said, I'm fine. I am wonderful. I am fine. 
I walked out of the boardroom, went back to my desk. And as I sat at my desk, my phone just happened to ring. And one of my friends rang me and said, Alex, I just had an urge to call you. Are you okay? Is everything all right with you? And I said, yeah, I'm fine, man. I just, I just got let go. I just got let go. And he said, are you sure? What were the words? What did they say to you? Nah, I just got let go. My head <laughs> fired. But you know, at the moment when I, those words hit me, I had two emotions. The first emotion was, yes, yes. I've been set free. Yes. Man, I can do anything I want to do. I was so excited. By the time I packed my things up that day to then leave the office, the other thought was, how am I going to pay the bills? This was right at the big, this right in the middle of December. We were just coming, approaching Christmas. And I thought, how are we going to pay the bills? What am I going to tell my family? That was the emotions that hit me in my head. What am I going to do? By the time I walked out of that office, my head was down. Even though I was excited, but I was nervous about what I was going to do. But the one thing that made me, that left an impression on me that year was I walked out of that office and I never said goodbye to anybody. Never said goodbye to a soul. I just walked out and never went back. But I had left an imprint on someone's life or a, a few members of staff so much that they came and sought me out. Now, I, I just happened to have mentioned in the office that, you know, we, we were going to have a carol service that year at my local church. And, you know, we were going to participate in the carol service. And, do you know, one of the staff members went as far as finding out the details of the carol service, came to the carol service and came and greeted me and said, Alex, you never said goodbye. The staff just want to say Goodbye to you. Thank you for all the words of encouragement you've given them. Thank you for everything you've done. We just wanted to say goodbye to you. I was just so moved by that one thing that happened as a result of working there. Why did I tell you that? Well, there are things that we've done in our lives that's impacted people's lives, but we've forgotten about them. We've forgotten about how we've made a difference, how we've made a contribution, how we've touched those lives. We've forgotten them. And those are the things that really matter. How do we impact someone's life? How does my service impact you to be a better person? How does my service impact you to be who you are? How does the message talk show, how can the message talk show help you to promote yourself? How can the message talk show help you to bring out what's inside of you? How can the message talk show help you talk about the book that you've just written, written, talk about the course that you just put together? How can the message talk show help you as an individual be the person that you came to be upon this earth? You see, it's these little contributions that we make that impact everyone's life. So how did I start today? We started by talking about how to find your message. And I said, to find your message, we have to look deep inside your soul. Yes. <laughs> I said, we've got to look at your soul. We've got to find what's connects you. What connects you? What really connects you? 
yeah? You'll find the mess in your message, the mess in your message. Your announcement to the world, your announcement to the world comes from the mess that's been created, the crap that's happened in your life. The stuff that's happened, stuff has happened. Let me put it this way, yeah? Let me be frank with you. Shit has happened, yeah? It's happened. And because it's happened, you're standing today as a testimony of what you've been through. So you've got to get that mess out. You've got to get it out to the world. The M for your memories, whether painful or joyful. The E for the events, whether transformational or life-threatening. The S for the struggle, whether internal or external, the struggle that you felt. The other S for the self-sabotage, the doubts and the fears, your negative self-talk, the automatic negative thoughts that's come into your brain as a result of what's been the struggle that's happened in your life. And then what happens is you give everyone else an experience that they will never forget because of the result. There's an experience that they have with you in what you do. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the message talk show today. Thank you for participating. If you have any questions, just come forward and ask me a question now. And I'm going to come back and talk about how to master the art of telling your story. I have a seven point framework, which I want to share with you, but I'm not going to share with that to you today. Today, I just gave you a five point framework for pulling your message out. All right. So sit down and work through that. And let me show you the diagram again so you, you can you can have a look at it. Make a note of that. And for those of you who'd stayed to the end of my presentation, I'm going to show you how to get a copy of my book. Yeah, what is your dream? So if you go to bit.ly, the Dream Builders Academy, and you can get a free copy of my book, What is Your Dream? And you can see what I was talking about. There are seven points, personality types that you need to help you in your business. So we conclude now with the word from the sponsor again, just telling you thank you. And, you know, guys, if you want to come on the show, if you want to be on the show, there is a link I'm going to give you at the end. That's just word from the sponsor. You are listening to the Message Talk Show and Podcast. Do you believe you have something to share? Do you believe you have something to contribute? Do you have a story to tell the world, to share with your community? Gandhi said, man often becomes what he believes himself to be. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. So join us on the Message Talk Show and Podcast with host Alex Gordon. Yeah, so if you want to come on the show and be interviewed on the show, and participate in the show. Beneath there is a, a link to just book yourself for a, a tap for a talk for a chat and get yourself on the show. All right, the link is right there. Okay, so I want to thank you for being here today. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for participating. Thank you for being who you are, and get your message out. Find your message and get your message out to the world. Find your message and get it out to the whole world. That when we hear that message, we know that's coming from you. We know that experience is coming from you. So when we come to your seminars and come to your conferences, we think, wow, this is an amazing experience. I will never forget this. And so 
The products are bought because of the experience. The DVDs are sold because of the experience. The tickets are sold because of the experience. It's the experience that people are looking for, that transformation experience, that transformation experience that's going to help transform their life, the way they think and everything they do about their business and the way they operate. That's what I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Message Talk Show where passion brings change. Thank you.